Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zazlo Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zazlo Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Monday, the 12th of June. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always by our title sponsor of everything Zaslow Show 2.0, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. None of this is possible without our friends at Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. If you're dealing with a personal injury, they're going to treat you like family and get you the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. 800-747-FREE. 800-747-3733. So, what, what, what could have been... The greatest stretch 
of games in the history of South Florida sports still was the most unique stretch in the history of South Florida sports because we are the center of the sports universe, but the four straight home championship games, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, our teams go one and three. The Heat, 0-2. The Panthers, a split, including Saturday night's loss in game number four. And now, in these finals, where South Florida is in both championship series, NBA and the NHL, our teams have lost six out of eight games. Both teams now down three games to one the last time that we spoke, all right? We're doing this show Friday morning. Both teams were down two games to one. Both with home games game four. Both still totally in their series. And now you got the Heat tonight looking to stave off elimination. They have played one elimination game so far this postseason. That was game seven against Boston. The Heat are 1-0 this year in the postseason against elimination. The Panthers tomorrow night, they are also, uh, excuse me, 3-0 this year when facing elimination. So, neither team, or really the way I say this, both teams are in bad spots. But that doesn't take away from what has been just a tremendous last month and a half. Almost two months for both clubs. The, the, the memories that we, like, I'm not mad. I'm not broken. I'm just sad. I'm sad that, I'm sad about both teams I still believe the Panthers have a chance. The Heat are... are, I'm not going to sit here and say the Heat are done. They're not done. But the Heat are in in very, very, very big trouble. You don't need me to tell you that. I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? The Panthers, I still think the Heat are in... I still think are in it. The Nuggets are about to be NBA champions. All right? Only one team has ever come back down three games to one. That team had LeBron. And that team was also aided by a player on Golden State, Draymond Green, getting suspended for Game 5. You know, uh, Jamal Murray is not suspended. Aaron Gordon is not suspended. And the Heat don't have LeBron. The Heat are in a terrible spot, and it looks like it's going to end tonight. The Panthers, I still believe, are in the fight. But look, unless, unless the Heat lose in just soul-crushing fashion. I was never going to be angry about the Heat losing in the finals. Let's start with the Heat. I was never going to be angry about the Heat losing in the finals because once you get to the finals, once you get to the championship round, it's like, for me at least, all right, we made it. We're there. Now, let the better team win. All you can ask for is to have a shot. And the Heat have a shot. They got to the championship round. They gave themselves a shot. So once you get here, and by the way, I don't look at this Denver team like there's no one on this Denver team that bothers me. There's no one. I don't find this Denver team. I don't hate this Denver team. <clears throat> like the one, the, the guy that bothers me the most about this Denver team are those thug Jokic brothers. They're the ones who bother me. They're not on the team. You know, you look at, and I think part of it, by the way, is, yeah, there, there's not going to be as much animosity because it's a Western Conference team. 
it's a team you only face twice a year. Now, you know, if you were to face the Lakers in the finals, all right, you'd be aggravated with LeBron. He would bother you. Okay. You know, if you were playing Phoenix, all right, maybe you're aggravated with Durant. Uh, Chris Paul with the with the dirty point guard antics. But I think part of it is it's a Western Conference team, so there's no real animosity with Denver. I, and you know what? Even last year where you got Joe Kitch and Markeith Morris, like, that doesn't hold any weight for me for a couple reasons. Number one, Morris isn't on the team anymore. If Morris was still on the Heat, that would be one thing. But Morris isn't on the team anymore, and, like, Morris is not our guy. He was here for one year. You don't even, you don't even remember him being on the team, you know? So I don't think about that situation from last year at all. I don't have any animosity toward this Denver team. And the only way I was going to be, like, angry with the Heat losing in the NBA Finals, and they haven't lost yet, hey, go out there, win a game. One at a time, win a game. Unless the Heat were to lose in soul-crushing fashion. Like, if the Heat... If the Heat are about, if the Heat lose at the buzzer tonight, the Heat are up by two, Jamal Murray hits a three at the buzzer, and that's how they win the championship. Which, by the way, has that ever happened before? Where a team wins an NBA championship on a buzzer beater? Has that ever happened? That probably happened like back in like the 60s or 70s, right? Team wins the championship on a buzzer beater. Now, don't give me, oh, what about, you know, John Paxson in, in, in 1993 for the Bulls or Steve Kerr in, in 90, what was it, 97, Michael Jordan, 98. Those were not buzzer beaters. They, 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 you got the win with very little time remaining, but they were not buzzer beaters. I'm talking about a buzzer beater. No time remaining to win the championship. Has that ever happened? Anyway. If the Heat were to lose even tonight like that, just down three games one, I that, that would be crushing. Because, like, oh, we're so close to bringing it back to Miami. And the reality is, if and, and while I, I, I don't believe the Heat are going to win tonight, but and, and we'll, we'll get to that. There's, there's no reason to believe the Heat are going to win tonight. Can they win tonight? Yes. I don't think it's def- I don't think they're definitely screwed. But, like... Think of the Heat are definitely going to win tonight, or think of the Heat are definitely going to win every game. Doesn't make you a, a, a better fan than anyone. Yeah, be realistic. We'll get to that though. But if you win, like if you win one game, just win tonight. If you get to a game six, all of a sudden, all, all bets are off. You're at six, game six at home, where you where you never win anymore in the playoffs. But game six at home, so. You just got to, you go into the game tonight saying, we just need to win one. And the last time we were in this building, we won. So, the Heat are not done, but if you say right now, Zazlo, do you think the Heat are going to win tonight? No, I don't think the Heat are going to win tonight. But I was never going to be angry if the Heat lose in the finals. Once you get to the finals, you're there. You're playing for the championship. Let the better team win. And if we don't win, okay. But... You know, for instance, if we would have lost to Boston last round, I, you know I was going to be livid. You know that. I was crushed in between games 6 and 7. I couldn't get my life together for those 48 hours in between game 6 and game 7 against Boston. 
I would not have been able to recover. But losing in the finals, I could handle that. They, the Heat can win tonight. But if they lose in the finals, I could totally handle that. Because they got there. They gave themselves a chance. So, am I, am, I, am I crushed right now? Am I mad? Am I broken? No, not at all. I'm bummed. I'm sad at the state that they're in right now. I thought we had a great opportunity to win these finals. So, that's, that's essentially my attitude going into the game tonight. I hope we have a shot going into the fourth quarter. But I, I, I don't know how realistic it is to, to just go out and say, here, winning this game. Like, going into game seven in Boston, I was not confident there. But if you wanted to be confident going into game seven against Boston, and you remember... I mean, my pal Evan Cohen, SiriusXM Mad Dog Radio Morning Man, super confident going into Game 7. And maybe maybe he feels the same way going into this game tonight where the Heat, they love backs against the wall. They love making things difficult. They're going to respond in a very big way. That's the Heat culture. Like, the Heat are definitely not going to bow down tonight. I could totally see it being a good game. And the Nuggets pull away in the fourth quarter. Can totally see that. They're not going to roll over and die tonight. They're not getting on a plane and flying to Denver just to roll over and die. That's not happening. You can bet on that. <laughs> but it's it's tough to be confident going into tonight. And the main re- and that's that's nothing against the Heat. The main re- well, I mean it's something to do with the Heat, but the main reason it's tough to be confident going into tonight. Denver looks like a champion. They do. Denver looks like a champion. You know, going into Game 7 against Boston, even though at that point the Celtics had won three in a row. Did the Celtics look like a champion? No. No. That, and that's one of the reasons you could have been very, you could have been confident going into Game 7 in Boston. That's not a champion. Going into Game 5 tonight, based on what you've seen from Denver, they look like a champion. So... Your doubt about the Heat winning tonight obviously has a little bit to do with the Heat. But for me, it has more to do with Denver and what we've seen from them. They look like a champion. So, and and, and conversely, you're looking at the Heat, uh, excuse me, looking at the Panthers. I'm not going to be mad about the Panthers either. Now, I do believe the Panthers are still in this. Hockey's a different animal. You know, Denver is clearly better than the Heat. And to come back down 3-1 against a team that is better than you, I mean, that's why it's only happened one time in the NBA Finals. But in hockey, (coughs) the goalie can stand on his head. The goalie can have a crazy good game. Weird bounce here, weird bounce there. Penalties. You can get outplayed by your opponent and still win the game 2-1 if, you, if, if your goalie was outrageous that game. Like, hockey, because it's so low scoring, hockey is a different animal. Sorry, I just had to sneeze. But because the game's so low scoring, hockey's different. You can be down 3-1, and you really do have to just go a game at a time with hockey. But I'm not going to be mad about the Panthers either. I'm especially not going to be mad about the Panthers if they lose because, man... 27 years in between Stanley Cup Finals appearances, the way that I remember 96, 
I now get to remember 23. And, and the Panther run has been incredible. Incredible. Especially because the way that they all the overtime wins. 7-0 in overtime. Because of all the overtime wins. Because of beating Boston. And coming back down 3-1. We own Boston. Heat and Panthers. But I'm not going to be mad at the Panthers losing. I'm not, I'm not done with the Panthers yet. Denver, Denver looking like they're going to win. I'm not, I'm not done with the Panthers yet. One game at a time. But my, my biggest takeaway. The memories that both of these teams. Heat and Panthers have given us this postseason. That shit's forever. And yes. It, like, you, you want the championship because it's so rare. But I can't be mad about either team. Like I'm not even, I'm not even a little bit mad about either team. Both of them over these last month and a half. Winning the whole thing is so hard. And the memories, the all-time memories, especially for me because this is my first year not working on the Heat broadcast since my kids have been alive, essentially. I've gotten to watch these, and the Panthers are never in the playoffs. So it's, it's the first time I've gotten to experience watching the games with both my boys. They've given me, I'm sure you as well, they've given the Zaslow family all-time memories, both teams. I'm so proud of both of them. It, it, it's looking like it's, it's not going to end the way that we want it to. But not even close to mad, super proud, all-time family memories that both of these teams have given us. I think that really is how you got to look at it with both of them now up against it. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And now... Because both of them are up against it, you got the opportunity to do something very special. And that's the way the Panthers looked at it. I remember going into the first, even before they were down 3-1, but going into that first round series, because you remember the Panthers, they blew it on the final day of the regular season, where if they would have won that last game against Carolina, they would have played New Jersey in the first round. But instead, the Panthers blew it, and then they faced Boston in the first round. And instead of being upset about that, I was like, all right, we have an opportunity to do something special. We've gotten into the playoffs and we are faced with an opportunity to do something all time. And guess what? They did it. So that's the way to look at both these series right now. It's likely not, it's very likely going to end poorly for both our teams. But they are both now faced with a scenario where they can do something all time special. All right. But, you know, I see, especially with the Heat, 
I see, because I, with the Panthers, I, I don't really know what there is to be critical, like what specific players or, or, or the coach to be critical about. I, I don't see it. But with the Heat, I see stuff where, you know, you're upset with this guy, you're upset with, you know, you're upset with Bam, or you're upset with Struess, or you're upset with Vincent, or you're upset with Spolstra, you didn't play this guy, didn't play this guy. I really urge you not to do any of that. They're the eight seed in the championship round who have given us all-time memories. That first-round series against Milwaukee, Game 4, Jimmy with the 56. Game, uh, game 5, Jimmy at the buzzer, and then it winning it in overtime. And then the series against New York. While there are no like, specific moments maybe in the game, series against New York, Although game one, second half, you know, they took over in the third quarter. But just taking that ass against the Knicks. Then, of course, Boston winning the first three. Uh, game two, nose-to-nose with Grant Williams. Game three, Jimmy Signal in the timeout. And then, of course, game seven, taking that ass all game long. And hey, winning finals games, let alone winning finals games on the road, is so hard. Game two, that shit was awesome in Denver. They were undefeated at home this postseason. And it's not over yet. But I I really urge you, no matter what happens tonight or maybe the next few games. Jimmy Butler did tell Neymar, I'll see you back here game six. You like that? Now that's consistent with Jimmy. It's like, oh, Jimmy's guaranteeing a win. That's Jimmy after every game. That's totally consistent from Jimmy. But I really urge you not to take... This team has given us all-time memories this postseason run. And I really urge you not to get mad. Not to get, certainly not to get mad at individual players or the coach. I, I'm grateful for the run. Gave me a lot of joy, man, this postseason. A lot of joy. So I, 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 would, ju- I would just be mindful. I would be mindful of that. Anyway, hey, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. So glad to start the week with you guys on Zaslow Show 2.0. Let me tell you about one of our great sponsors here, Water Cleanup of Florida. Water Cleanup of Florida, my boys, the Greensteins, they have over 60 years of combined experience at Water Cleanup of Florida where their team is prepared to handle all types of leak detection issues. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. After the leak has been located, if you think you got a leak in your house, you call them right away, 954-900-8635. After the leak has been located and repaired, water cleanup of Florida, they're not done yet. They're not going anywhere. They're going to clean, dry, and fully restore all the damaged areas. Water cleanup of Florida, fully licensed, insured, and certified to provide that one-stop shopping that all of us busy homeowners and business owners require. No need to bring in other contractors. That's my favorite part. Water Cleanup of Florida handles the entire project from start to finish, serving the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida 24-7-954-900-8635 or go to WCUFL.com. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. All right. So, let's stick here. Let's stick here with the Heat. Let's talk about Game 4 from Friday night. I did not go to Game 4. So, unless... Well, it's funny. If the Heat win tonight, I am going to Game 6. So, there's a little extra incentive there for the Zaslow family. 
if the Heat win tonight, I am going to game six. I have not been to a, a, a finals game this year, which would be the first time ever that I did not go to a Heat finals game. In, in 06, I went to all three. Well, I mean, I, I, I've been to all finals home games before this year. And even in 2011, I went to the entire series. I was at all six games, including the three in Dallas. So if the Heat don't win tonight, because I would be going on Thursday to game six. If the Heat don't win tonight, it'd be the first time I've ever not attended, let alone all of them, a single finals game when the Heat have been in the finals. Obviously, we're not counting the bubble in 2020. But let's talk about game four, all right? Uh, my biggest takeaway, and, and, and the Heat, Tom Habershow talked about this with us on Friday, right? And what he expected them to do is exactly what the Heat did defensively, which was to really pressure Jamal Murray, double Jamal Murray. They did that, <coughs> excuse me, all night long. Murray kind of struggled, did not have a good game. And it, it, they got great, I mean, Aaron Gordon and who, look, for a number three overall pick in Orlando, he was a major disappointment. You select a guy and, and Aaron Gordon is a super important part of Denver. But when you select a guy number three overall, the expectation is he is going to lead your franchise. And that's not Aaron Gordon. He was a big disappointment in Orlando. But with Denver in this role, he doesn't have to be the guy. Hey, he's not even the second or third guy. Aaron Gordon, super important player, super impactful with Denver. Bruce Brown, University of Miami. I mean, what an improved player he is. They, they were essentially the reason that Denver won. Jamal Murray did not have a good game, and Jokic did not even have close to a Jokic game. Denver looked like a champion in Game 4. The last couple games. Because remember, after Game 1 in Denver, I still felt good about the... Because I said, uh, Denver doesn't look like some unbeatable, unstoppable force. I, I don't feel that way. Well, after Games 3 and 4... I looked at this Denver team. They look like a champion. That's a great team. And of course, you know, the big story. We had our chance when Jokic left the game at the start of the fourth quarter with the fouls. Jokic went out with, what, 10 minutes left? Came back, I believe, with four. And the Heat made up one point. Now, they did get it to five, 86-81 at one point, and the crowd was on fire. They were going crazy because it was looking like we're going to do it. When Jokic went to the bench there with 10 minutes left, it was clearly the next five minutes, biggest five minutes of the season. We have to make up all of this ground. We have been given a gift with Jokic having to get sent to the bench. And they ended up making up one point because when the Heat cut it to 86-81, I... You know, Denver responded in a major way. You got the three-point play from Jimmy. The crowd is super into it. And Denver, once again, like they did in Game 3 also, totally answered the bell. Denver's just better. There's nothing to be ashamed of there. They cut the lead to 86-81 with eight minutes left, I think it was. It looked like it was on. Crowd's going crazy. And then the next sequence of events, you had a pair of missed jumpers from Bam. You had turnover Jimmy, turnover Duncan. That was it. With Jokic on the bench, 
There's no room for error in that spot. When we were trailing by, what was it, 10? No room for error. Bam. And look, while it's not automatic, Bam has to hit those two wide-open jumpers. Jimmy can't turn the ball over in the paint. Duncan can't turn the ball over in the paint. You had to be completely error-free and make all your open shots in that spot. You had to be perfect. And we weren't. And like I said, that's nothing to be ashamed of. But Denver looked like a champion where... The Heat are making a run. Jokic is on the bench for fouls. And they responded with guys like Bruce Brown, Aaron Gordon, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. It wasn't even so much Jamal Murray. It was the other guys. It's a phenomenal response from them. You gotta give him credit. And we all know Jimmy's hurt. He's not making excuses. He's never gonna do that. Jimmy just hasn't looked this. And Jimmy had a really good... Jimmy had a phenomenal fourth quarter in game two. He had a great game three, great game four. But he has not looked the same this series as he had most of the postseason. Specifically the first two and a half rounds. He had had this swagger about him in the Milwaukee series. This is my shit, you know, when he's got the 56-point game, pointing at... Drew Holiday, you don't forget, pointing at Drew Holiday in Game 5, I own you. The Heat were still down by 5 with 2 minutes left. That's, that's a certain kind of confidence. Jimmy had that swagger against Milwaukee. He had it against New York. You know, when he didn't play in Game 2, and the Knicks pulled out Game 2, and Jimmy's on the bench smiling and shaking his head, yes. We haven't seen that this series. Against Boston... Nose-to-nose of Grant Williams, mocking Al Horford with the timeout, pointing at Grant Williams when he's on the ground, three-point play in Game 3. Jimmy had that attitude, the Boston series as well. Just ha- We haven't seen it this series. Not that Jimmy hasn't been good. He's been really good these last two games. It's hard as hell, man, in the finals. He's been really good. But he hasn't looked the same. And I think the easiest place to see that, he hasn't had that attitude this series. And I think it's because he, I think because he's hurt. I think he knows he doesn't, he's not able to do all of the things that he wants to do right now. And unfortunately, when you, and look, you're never going to get me to be critical of Jimmy Butler. He is all-time Miami Heat player, I love him so much. You're never going to get me to be... Even if Jimmy struggles tonight. Nope. You will never get me to be critical about him. But there is an element to it where... For the people who have always said he's not a number one guy. I don't think you go in a championship with Jimmy as your number one guy. I don't... I clearly don't agree with that. Because look at where we are right now. But part of that package. Like part of that argument, right? Is... Yeah. Like... He's hurt. He can only take you so far. He's got miles on him. He's got some age. And this is part of the package, right? Where he can't be the guy. I don't believe that. But this is part of that argument, right? It is. All right, before we get... before I, I want to finish up some Heat stuff, too, as we get ready for tonight. And then I got a lot on the Panthers also, of course. But listen, guys. If you're in the market for a new car, you can't decide where to go. 
That can be like a stressful thing. It shouldn't be stressful, though. It shouldn't give you anxiety because getting yourself a new car, that should be exciting. Well, listen, look no further. I'm sending you to the only car dealership I personally endorse, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. You walk in the showroom doors at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru and let a member of their friendly sales team help navigate you in the right direction. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru carries the widest inventory of the newest Subaru models on the market. That includes the Subaru Outback, the Crosstrek, the Forester, the Ascent. Whether you're looking for a spacious Subaru SUV... For the entire family, maybe you just want a reliable Subaru sedan for yourself, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru is sure to have the perfect model for you. Get sizzling summer savings at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. New Subaru models starting at just $249 a month. Save up to $1,500 off MSRP on select new Subaru models in stock plus Receive up to $750 in trade-in assistance. Shop NFLSubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue. Just north of Cypress Creek Road. The building you know and the place to go. NFLSubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. So, it's hard to have confidence going into this game tonight, right? When the reality is, the Heat have lost six of their last eight games. Like, you lose six out of eight games in the regular season, that's super frustrating because there are probably some not-so-great teams mixed in there. You're clearly hitting a bad stretch, but maybe you can get a slump buster coming up next. You play Detroit, or you play Houston, or you play San Antonio. You lose six out of eight in the playoffs, you're in big trouble because you're only facing great competition. And one of the teams that's beating you six out of eight times, you're playing again tonight. It's hard to feel confident when the Heat have lost six out of eight. The Heat now, as well, like, let's say they win tonight, which they totally can. I don't expect them to, but they totally can. The Heat have lost four straight at home. Like, how about this? How can you be in the NBA Finals? This is remarkable, right? It just shows you how good the Heat are on the road. This is remarkable. How can you be in the Finals? In the middle of the NBA Finals. And you've lost four in a row at home. That's nuts. And also on top of it, we talked about this on Friday. Overall, this part's especially shitty. Overall, the Heat have lost four straight games in the Finals at home. Games 3 and 4 in 2014 to San Antonio. And games 3 and 4 this year against Denver. Last time the Heat won a home game in the finals, you got to go back to game 7, best week of your life, 2013 finals. It's been 10 years since the Heat have won a home game in the finals. Now granted, that's 3 appearances ago. It's not like it's 10 appearances. But the Heat lost 4 straight finals games at home. That sucks. And four straight playoff games this year, which also stinks. Because, like, man, the Heat fan has been so good. And to go home with an L four straight times sucks. I'm not even talking about the money that you spend. Sucks. And how about this? Not only four straight home losses this postseason, but four straight home losses when you're the lower seed. Like, how the hell can you survive like that? It's crazy. 
And, and also, if you want to talk about reality, the reality of it is, if the heat, this is the part that's going to be really frustrating, right? If the Heat just, like the Heat really needed to protect the home court, win games three and four to win this series. See, the Heat had to win games three and four. Denver only needed to win one. Denver was in good shape if they got back their home court advantage and went home tonight, best of three home court advantage. The Heat winning that game two on the road doesn't mean anything if you don't then protect your home court. The Heat needed to win both. Denver only needed to win one, and they got both. So the reality of it is, if the Heat just got one of those two games, we got a big-time series. That part's frustrating. It sucks. And here's another reality. Yeah, I'm going to drop some more reality on you here. Here's another reality. The Heat have been getting beat this entire series. We're four games in. The Heat have been getting essentially smashed this entire series except for the fourth quarter of Game 2. That's reality. The Heat start that fourth quarter of Game 2. Wolves at a 16-2 run. Duncan Robinson comes out. Eight straight points. If not, who knows what would happen after that if he didn't do that. If Duncan Robinson doesn't start the fourth quarter of Game 2 with eight straight points, we're probably swept. The Heat have been getting beat down the entire series except the fourth quarter of game two. That's reality. Otherwise, it's been all Denver. There have been no other stretches where it felt like the Heat weren't in control. None. Or they were on a roll. Like you had that short stretch in the second quarter of game three. The Heat went up 37-33 after the Bam put back slam. And then Jamal Murray hit a crazy three and the Nuggets ended the half on a run. They led by five. We had no chance in the second half. We haven't been able to get on a roll. We haven't had any real sustained run. Except the fourth quarter, Duncan Robinson, fourth quarter of game two. Otherwise, it's been all Denver. Which is why it's so hard to feel like they're going to win tonight. Denver's just better. Now, they can win tonight. But here's the thing. The formula is actually really simple. Have to shoot lots of threes. The Heat have to get hot from three. That's how the game's played now. We know that. That's how the NBA played now. And if the Heat are hot from three... And several guys are due. I mean, Vincent Struess last game, several guys are due. The Heat can win this game tonight, but the only formula for me that I could see them winning this game, this is a game they have to hit 17, 18, 19 threes. I, I really think a major part of the game plan tonight needs to be we are hunting for threes. And hopefully we have several stretches in the game where we just get so hot from three. That's the equalizer. When you're not as good, the three-pointer is the equalizer. Tonight has to be a night where we are hunting for threes. All drive and kick. And just, we gotta be hot. It's gotta be... And and you know what? I would start Robinson tonight over Struess. I would. He's earned it. I'm not not benching Struess, but I'd bring him off the bench. I'd start Robinson. Like he's been hot. Let's go. I really think that's the only way we win tonight. 
And, and we can, like that. Have to be super hot from three. For me, that's the way to go. That's the way to do it. So, I want to I wanna bring up one more thing before I get to the Panthers. Which I was at the game on Saturday night. First ever Stanley Cup final game I've ever been at. So I was at the game on Saturday night. And, and we'll get to that in a moment here. I mean, re- really a, a great experience. We'll get, I'll get to it in a second. Everybody calm down. I got one more thing with the Heat that, that I want to bring up. That I want to mention. So, during the game, or I guess it was halftime, right? Of game four. And the Heat are down by five. I think it was 53-40. No, no, 53-40. That was, that was the halftime score game three. I forget how much they were down by in game three. But didn't feel good about it. Anyway. So, they go to that ESPN studio show, which stinks. It's amazing. Like, it's one thing for the, for TNTs inside the NBA to be, and like, it's an all-time show. Can't replicate it. Barkley, EJ, Kenny, Shaq. ESPN's never going to come close to that. But the TNT NHL coverage is so much better than its NBA coverage. Anyway. They go to that godforsaken ESPN studio show, halftime show, and it's Greenberg and Will Bond and Stephen A. Smith, Jalen Rose. Sucks. Sucks. And and by the way, their halftime show is like two and a half minutes. It's all ads. They 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 talk for two and a half minutes. It's crazy. It's all commercials. So when it, and I'm not exaggerating. That that's that's the fact. So Stephen A. Smith, I send out a tweet. The Heat are shooting 53%, and Stephen A. is talking about Struess and Vincent giving, not giving them anything. It's such bad analysis. Clueless. That's my tweet. At that time, Struess and Vincent were a total, like, 1 for 10 for, like, 2 points. And they finished the game something similar. They, they gave nothing. They couldn't hit anything. So, I, I get a bunch of responses on Twitter. Stephen A. was right. He is right. They're not doing anything. You're, you're missing the entire point of what I'm saying there. And maybe, maybe I just wasn't clear. Nobody is saying, certainly I'm not saying, that Struess and Vincent were good on Friday night. The point is, and I've made this point throughout the postseason, it's so easy to tell which analysts don't watch. It's so easy to tell which analysts just pick up the box score, look at it, and think that they know what happened in the game. And Stephen A. Smith has always been that guy. Stephen A. Smith is fantastic on television when he's an opinionist, when he's talking about stories. Stephen A. Smith, as an analyst like he essentially is on the NBA Countdown show and the studio show, is awful. And he he doesn't watch the games. I mean, I've seen this at Heat playoff games. The game's going on and he's hobnobbing in the media room not watching. I've seen this. He doesn't watch the games. He picks up the box score, sees Vincent Struess, zero points at halftime. Need more from those guys. They're not holding up their end of the bargain. The Heat at halftime were shooting 53%. I mean, so is the answer the Heat have to shoot 65% to win the game? Anybody can pick up that box score at halftime, see Struess and Vincent had zero points, and get on television and say, 
They need more from those two guys. If you're an analyst being paid millions of dollars, can you give me something that maybe I don't know? Can you show me something that maybe I'm not picking up on? Anyone can look at the box score and see a guy who is in the starting lineup who has zero points is not having a good game. And that's what Stephen A. Smith goes on my television and tells me. Like, it's, it's awful analysis. It's bullshit. That's the point that I was making. Obviously, Struess and Vincent weren't good. But that's the best you can give me? Struess and Vincent need to do more? Can you give me some kind of insight? You're there. You're at the game. That's the point. Maybe I wasn't clear with that. That's the point I'm trying to make there. Anyway. All right. So, you guys know I love sheets and giggles. If you need new... Well, forget if you need. Whatever bedding you're sleeping on right now, whatever sheets you're sleeping on right now, whatever comforter you're using, whatever pillow you're using, if it's not sheets and giggles... You're just saying to yourself, you know what? I don't care about sleeping better. You can sleep like a baby. And all you got to do is go to SheetsGiggles.com. Sheets and Giggles, where over 100,000 Americans are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles and sleeping better since they found this product. SheetsGiggles.com. Use promo code Zaslow at checkout. You'll get 20% off your first order. Super environmentally friendly. I never sleep better now since I've used Sheets and Giggles. Softer, cooler, more breathable. I got, you ever sleep on a eucalyptus pillow? I have a eucalyptus pillow now. Sheetsgiggles.com. You're never going to shop anywhere else. That's where the Zaslow family goes now. We're never going to use any sheets outside of Sheets and Giggles for as long as we live. Well, my man Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, huge Miami sports fan. He's a South Florida guy, St. Thomas Aquinas. But anyway, he came on down here. Came down for Game 4, Panthers Knights, Stanley Cup Final. He threw a little pre-party kind of deal at Quarter Deck in Sunrise. Got to meet a bunch of listeners. That was really awesome. Bunch of guys from the Levitard show were there. The Cody's, Greg Cody, Chris Cody, they were there. Israel Gutierrez stopped by. Thanks to everybody who came by and hung out with us. But most importantly, thanks to my man Colin and Sheets and Giggles. Colin and his father took me and my son Jordan to the game, to game four, Stanley Cup final on Saturday night. And thanks to Colin, my son, we didn't tell me it was going until about an hour before we left to go to the pre-party at quarter deck. I mean, he'd been begging to go to the Stanley Cup finals for weeks. He was so excited. And we had an, even though they lost, we had an all-time memory an all-time night for the Zaslow boys, courtesy of my man Colin and Sheets and Giggles. So, obviously, I'm super grateful for our partnership, Sheets and Giggles, on Zaslow Show 2.0, but forever grateful for the memory that he gave us. So, thanks again to Colin. Go to SheetsGiggles.com. That's the only place you want to shop for your bedding and for your sheets. We had a great time Saturday night game four, courtesy of Sheets and Giggles. Let me tell you this. That was our first, we sat in the upper deck. We were 13 rows, we were up high. We are the upper deck center ice. First time I've ever sat upper deck for a hockey game. Well, I probably did it in Miami Arena. First time I've ever sat upper deck for a Panther game at FLA Live Arena. First time 
ever. And by the way, you know I make fun. Joy Taylor Memorial Seats is when you're sitting way up top in the upper deck. There is no such thing as Joy Taylor Memorial Seats when we're talking about the Stanley Cup Finals. No such thing. You get in the building any way you can, and we all know the tickets are outrageous. First time I ever sat upper deck deck for a Panther game in FLA Live Arena. And I'll tell you something. I've told you this. I love my favorite seats for Dolphin games. First row upper deck. We sit first row upper deck behind the goal. Great seats. Love it. Very similar for hockey. You're sitting in the upper deck. Granted, I, I had to get used to the the dimensions, essentially. I, I, I had to, you know, when we first sat down our seats, I had to essentially, you know, gather myself because, you know, I, I've told you this, I suffer from vertigo. I haven't had it in a while, but I, I, it's always on the periphery, you know. So I suffer from vertigo, and I had to kind of gather my bearings, and I was totally fine. And once that happened, once I gathered, you know, you know, got the perspective that I needed and all of that, upper deck for hockey, great vantage point. I will absolutely sit in the upper deck for a Panther game again. The regular season, I will absolutely sit upper deck for a Panther game again. That is a great vantage point, especially if you're sitting center ice. Loved it. Loved it. Highly recommend. First time ever in the upper deck. Really tough loss, game four. Especially when you consider our biggest bugaboo the entire season and our biggest bugaboo this postseason and this series has been what? Taking penalties. We took just one penalty. And we still lose that game. If you would have said beforehand, Zaslow, game four, Panthers will only take one penalty. And by the way, Vegas will be 0 for 1 on that penalty. <clears throat> Do you like the Panthers' chances of winning? I would have said, yep, that's a 4 1 win. We win that game 4 1. Again, just like Denver with the Heat, Vegas is better than us. Now, it's different with hockey, where I still think the Panthers are in this. I do not believe they're done. It's not like the NBA. One game at a time. You could win low-scoring games even when you're not the better team. One game at a time. And if you can get to game six, just like the Heat, if you can get to game six, it's on again. I do not believe the Panthers are done. And the Panthers, I mean, Vegas, they must have been playing angelic hockey. The only penalty that they took was a delay. Not even something physical. It was a delay with 17 seconds left. So we got to finish the game six on four. Which is a shame because you saw there right at the end before the melee. We had a great chance six on four. Couple great chances. For Hagee with a one-timer which was saved. And then the scrum right outside the crease. If we got that penalty with more than 17 seconds, we had a shot. We really did. Just like in game three. To score with the empty net. I can't complain, though. And look, they were down 3 nothing. That was a killer. The, the goal that was really the killer was 90 seconds in, and they score on the breakaway. It's like, the Panthers, they, they, they didn't come out to play at the first couple minutes because after they were down one nothing, like, the Panthers played well enough to win that game. I thought the Panthers outplayed Vegas. In a game they were down 3 nothing. I thought we outplayed them. I thought we outplayed them in the first period. I thought we outplayed them in the third period. That second period was obviously a disaster where we give up two more goals. But that first goal, 
90 seconds into the game. Like, the start of the game. That was the killer. That was the killer. But man, the crowd was so into it. When Barkov scored, we cut it 3-2. Like, it felt like it was happening again. Kachuk's hurt. He missed time in the third. He came back out to finish the game. So we'll see what he's like tomorrow night. I do believe the Panthers are still in it. But I I do want to add a couple things. All right? And this is some negative stuff. Which is not directed at the Panthers. It's directed at the Panther fan. I, I, I gotta put this out there. All right. So, a couple things. Number one. As if it's not bad enough in the regular season. Yelling night. During the national anthem. It's bad enough in the regular season. It's outrageously stupid. In a series against the Knights. Why would you yell night? When we're playing the Knights, who we learned also do that, their home games, which of course makes all the sense in the world that the Knights fans would yell night during the national anthem of their home games. Why would we do that during the Stanley Cup finals against the Knights? And then when you consider... So, if some of you are out there, why do the Panthers fans say it? It's for Spencer Knight. Spencer Knight is practically not on the team. Stop yelling Knight during the national anthem. Or we yell red, you know, and the Rockets red glare. That's fine. It's cool. Red. That's the Panthers color. Yell it. Spencer Knight is practically not even on the team. He's done nothing for this team. If anything, he's been a big disappointment. But I don't even want to get into that part. He's done nothing for this team. Maybe he will in the future. We could still hold out hope for that. But as far as play on the ice, he's done nothing. And he, and he hasn't been with the team for half the year. He's literally away from the team. He's practically not on the team. Stop yelling night during the national anthem. It looks so bad. And here's the second thing, which is also a really bad look. You know, it's low-hanging fruit. But this kind of stuff only adds to it that the South Florida sports fan, the Miami sports fan, that we suck, we're not good sports fans. I love 1996. I love the year of the rat. I love throwing the rats on the ice after the game. That's our thing. After a win. After a win. That's our thing. But throwing the rats on the ice after the Panthers score, which we did after the first or second goal, you're going to get us a penalty. That's what's going to happen. We're going to get a delay a game penalty when you do that. Throwing the rats on the ice, a stoppage of play, is stupid. It makes us look bad. And then... After the game, when we have this, me- this melee, throwing the rats on the ice, and throwing some garbage on the ice too. It's embarrassing. Like the Panther fan who is throwing stuff on the ice during the melee after we lost. Like I'm talking directly at you. You make us look bad. That was, that was an embarrassing moment. And the rest, like 
the really highbrow hockey fan, especially the Canadian hockey fan, this is why they shouldn't have a team. And that stuff's unfair. It is. But you only add fuel to that fire. You come off, I'm talking directly to the Panther fan who throws garbage on the ice after we lose. You come off as, you make us, you make me, I was at the game. You make me come off as a low-rent hockey fan. You make me look bad. And it's embarrassing throwing shit on the ice after we lose. So, those Panther fans who brought shit with them and you have to throw it on the ice so you do it after the game when we lose, in a melee, you embarrass other Panther fans. You make us look bad. In a sport where the Northeasterners and the Canadians want to raise their nose at us, you make us look bad. That part pisses me off. I don't think they're done, though. So tomorrow night, game five, let's go. Let's win one. That's all it takes. Win one. Tonight, let's go. Win one. That's all it takes. Thanks again, Sheets and Giggles, for taking me and my son, my man Colin. Amazing, amazing, amazing experience. Hey, if you want an easy experience when it comes to getting your homeowner's insurance, so lucky you're listening to Zaslow Show 2.0 right now. I use Brunt Insurance, bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. I've been getting my homeowner's insurance through Brunt Insurance for about 10 years now. And since 2013, Brunt Insurance, they specialize not only in homeowner's insurance, auto, that's, that's your car, motorcycle, you need boat insurance. And wherever you're calling from, from Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance is delivering that comprehensive insurance and all and financial solutions tailored exactly to your needs. I don't have to go anywhere else when my when my insurance is up. I know I'm getting renewed through Brunt Insurance because I'm getting the most comprehensive, affordable care that's offered anywhere. I don't have to worry, God forbid, something happens that maybe this part of my home is not covered because since Brunt Insurance knows the entire state, number one insurance agency in the entire state of Florida, top five in the country. So wherever you're calling from in Florida, they know, I mean, Greg Brunt and his team, they know exactly the area you're calling from, fully licensed staff, you're going to be covered top to bottom, no issues. Can't just go online, the market's super confusing. You're not going to get everything that you need. So you go to bruntinsurance.com or call 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. So of course, you know, tonight, we got the heat tonight, 8.30, looking to stay alive. You want to relax, you want to sit on your couch, have a drink, responsibly, you know we're talking about Johnny Cuba, the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. You can follow Johnny Cuba on Instagram, of course. I love posting the pictures when you guys send me a picture. You're trying a Johnny for the very first time. You pick up a six-pack at your local Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. I love when you send me a picture, you're, you crack open a Johnny, or Give yourself a nice pour and a big tall glass. No foam. All right, good pour. Only good pours. And you send me a picture. I'm an influencer on Instagram. I'll put it on Instagram. My man Juan, he loves when I do that. And then you're famous because I'm an influencer. Johnny Cuba loves it. The point is, if you want to relax, pick up yourself a six-pack of Johnny. Drink responsibly. And, of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. 
Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Every close of the show, we get to some topics that we haven't gotten to on the show yet. We tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Hey, if you got water mold or fire damage in your home, that might be a big deal. Maybe it's not a big deal, but let's find out. Water cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635, or go to WCUFL.com. They'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, Friday night at the arena during, I think it was halftime maybe, or during one of the timeouts, Conor McGregor, he's doing like like a commercial essentially for some new spray he's got going on. And he punches Bernie in the face, which was clearly planned part of the bit. He hit him really hard, sends Bernie down to the mat, and then another punch when he's on the ground. Now, I'm watching like, that was really hard that he hit him. Well, the guy who plays Bernie, he had to go to the ER. Now, apparently he's home, he's on pain meds, and he's doing just fine, which is great to hear. But this is a big deal. I mean, because there there are a couple of confusing things that happened here. I mean, you got to point out a couple things that were super confusing, right? Number one, I don't understand what the bit was because, I mean, clearly McGregor is supposed to punch him out. He's Conor McGregor. He's got this spray, which he was then spraying on, you know, on the guy who was playing Bernie as he'd be dragged off the floor. But, like, it wasn't like Conor McGregor was knocking out the Nuggets mascot. Why would we have Conor McGregor knock out Bernie in the middle of the game? That's that's weird. And number two, you can't trust Conor McGregor. The maniac. He's a maniac and an unsafe person. And clearly a total asshole. Like, you can't trust Conor McGregor. So, that's a big deal. Glad Bernie's okay. Big deal or not a big deal. How about, you know, the Heat and Panthers are going to be done soon. And maybe it won't be the worst thing in the world to turn our attention to the Miami Marlins. The Marlins take two out of three against Chicago. After having won six in a row against Oakland and Kansas City, they win 6-5 yesterday as Brian De La Cruz gets a two-run double to take the lead in the top of the ninth. Back win. Ground ball. Fair ball. Down the line. Battle score, Davis. Bernie is racing towards third, and he's getting the green light. Stumbled a little bit around the bag, and he scores! Marlins take the lead. That's a big deal. The Marlins, they've won 8-9. They're 37-29. Yeah, maybe it won't be so bad to pay attention to the Marlins after our teams are done in the championship round. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? How about John Sterling, legendary radio voice of the New York Yankees? This was on Saturday afternoon. He was hitting the head with a foul ball. At the belt. And now the 3-2 swung on. A pop foul back here. Foul. It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. So once again, it'll be a 3-2. And the 3-2 
is grounded foul. That's a big deal. How about him trucking along, keeping it going? I mean, he's, he's like 90 years old and keeping it going despite getting jacked in the head with the foul ball. That's a big deal, John Sterling. Big deal or not a big deal. So here's Charles Barkley during, I guess it was a Panther game, game four, and he's being interviewed in the middle of the game or maybe it was halftime. He loves hockey. And he tells how Sabres forward Jack Eichel, I have Sabres, formerly Sabres, Knights forward Jack Eichel, no idea who Barkley was. The last one for you that I'm at. Who's... No, I got to tell you okay. something. All right. So yesterday I was at the hotel. I walked up to Jack Eichel and said how great he was. I think he had zero idea who I was. <laughs> I did. He was at the hotel. We sat at the same hotel. I said, hey, Mr. Eichel, it's an honor. You're a great player. But he looked at me like, who the hell are you? It was pretty funny. Um, I'm going not a big deal. I mean, I, Jack Eichel doesn't have the best reputation. Like, maybe he's a jerk. I don't know. But, I mean, he's probably young. He may, be, like, he may not know much about the NBA. So, I'm going not a big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal. Kevin Love, right after the game on on Saturday, or no, maybe it wasn't right after the game on Saturday, but he didn't take the team's flight to Denver on Sunday because his wife had a baby. So congrats. He's, he's back with the team. He, he got back to the team in time for all the, you know, film session, all that good stuff, and he should be good to go for tonight. Congratulations, Kevin Love and his wife, on having a baby. That's a big deal. And that right there. It's another addition. Courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. All right. That's it. Tonight, I mean, can we start the show tomorrow with the Heat forcing a game six and a Panthers game day looking to do the same thing? Can we get it tonight? Bunch of threes. It's going to be bombs away from Miami tonight. I really think so. That's how you win this game tonight. Thanks to everybody who hung out with us today. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. Thanks to everybody behind the scenes who all put together a great show today. You guys are awesome. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. There are more identity threats than you realize. Even if you monitor your credit, only a little personal info needs to leak out. Like your social security number or password. For you to become a victim. LifeLock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. But everyone can save up to 25% off their first year. Go to LifeLock.com aware.